Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. St. Jeff Candle, no buffs is back for the final time in 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. Along with me, my fellow Tri members, two guys who won't stop spamming the email account survivorshoutout at gmail.com. It's Trey Kirby and JD. What's up, guys? <laughs> Sent my email late last night. What up, Jeff? That's all I said. <laughs> yeah, that that's gotta be going directly to probes, right? Survivor shoutout at gmail.com. <laughs> Gmail. Wow. They got a Gmail. They got a Gmail. JD, your whole theory about CBS being cheapskates is right. I know. That's amazing. His cargo pants are filled with money, and they're not the button cargo pants, they're the zip. Within the the hard to open zips. Wow. Uh, we are here to recap episode 13 of Survivor 43, the season finale, titled Snap Some Necks and Cash Some Checks. Shout out to the live tribe joining us here right now on YouTube. Uh, we love to see it. And all of our podcast listeners, drop Novas a five-star rating and review. Help other Survivor fans find the show. Especially if you want, you know what? This is going to be like a threat, like Carla did to Cassidy. Okay. <laughs> if you want us back... No buffs in your life for, for Survivor 44. You better get to leaving your boys five-star ratings and review. Do it. And subscribing and liking all these videos and stuff like that. Or we're just not going to come back. We'll take the podcast away. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> we hold the power. Uh, all right. So when it comes to the finale, uh, we do it a little differently. We usually go through scene by scene on no buffs, but not for the finale because we got to jump right to the end. Well, if anything, we'll probably make our way backwards through this three-hour, if you want to call it that, episode. Did you clock it, JD? What was it? Was it was it two hours and thirty minutes for the actual episode, and then thirty minutes for an after uh, show? What was it? Great, great question. <laughs> I have no idea yeah, because no. I watched it so haphazardly. Had to squeeze in a white lotus. You know, we're leaving the country, so we needed <laughs> to get that white lotus in there. <laughs> oh my so God. I was blasting through uh, ads. Cons- okay. Hazel the dog was going crazy last <laughs> night, so there was a lot of pausing, a lot of. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't tell you. It felt like it was eight hours long, to be honest, from my perspective. But, uh, yeah. Well, we had a shocking winner for Survivor 43. In fact, I'm going to need somebody to go back 
over all of our no buffs episodes and do like a like a mixtape or a, a super edit of all the times <laughs> one of the three of us were like Gabler can't win Gabler has no chance he'll be there at the end but zero votes for sure what a guy great character but not a chance to win this game like we must have said it Trey I don't know like 10 to 15 times over the last season here. Uh, seems like an underestimation to me. I would say every time Gabler got brought up, we're like, yeah, he'll probably get dragged to the end yeah. as a finalist. The biggest goat of all time. No <laughs> chance he's going to have a nearly perfect game. That's wild, man. Like, it happened. And I was just like, Gabler? Yeah. Gabler? Yeah. And that's kind of been my reaction ever since it was announced. Crazy. Yes, the guy in the first episode of No Bus where I was getting angry that he already had the nickname, the last name, Cochran-style Gabler, yeah, instead knew. of just calling himself Mike. Uh, yeah, it's like Probst knew it was uh, going to come true that he became the winner. He wins with seven of the final eight votes. Trey, you said it. Nearly a perfect game from Gabler. If James doesn't put that vote on Cassidy at the end here, it is a perfect game. Joining only what JT and uh, Cochran as the perfect game. Gabler! The guy was ready to get voted out. I'll play my shot in the dark. They're like, don't do it. Day three! Don't do it. They talked him out of it. They're like, don't play it. Well, yeah. He could have went home. Uh, It was Ellie talked him out of it. (laughs) Ellie won this game for Gabler. Oh my god. She came up a lot last night. That was no like Gabler's like really big move, uh, 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 getting her out before obviously the jury. Um, I think of the three finalists there, that was the only big move from any of them, and probably that's why Gabler won. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna break it all down here. Uh, JD, just immediate reaction to uh, to Gabler being our sole survivor for season forty three. Yeah, I mean, I was like you guys, I was shocked, yeah. but you know, what you're watching tribal council unfold and you're just going you're seeing Cass's face is basically uh projecting my emotions because she's saying this guy's gonna win this guy's gonna (laughs) beat me yeah you know what I mean like and that's how it was it was just like I, I, I can't believe this it was a little, a little like Marianne in a way because we wa- we went into that finale saying it's no way it's going to be Marianne and she killed it. But in, that, uh, but she made a big move. She in did the make finale. a big move. Yeah. Yes, now, exactly. Gabler made fire. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But you know, there was no no shock there. And the yeah. other thing is that the episode felt like it ended when Jesse went home. You know what I mean? When he lost the fire making challenge, I've never seen a jury so sad <laughs> to see yeah. somebody go. Like it, it was going to be unanimous. Like he was the yeah. absolute winner of survivor. If he had just gotten past that fire making challenge. So, you know, I mean, yeah, shocked, stunned. Um, and, uh, you know, in our defense, I, I didn't hear anybody out there in this in this survivor landscape saying, "Oh, Gabler's going to win." If anything, everybody was saying he was like a goat. Yeah, he was like he's yeah. a great goat to bring to the end because, you know, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. So watching last night's episode, there was two parts where you're like, "Holy crap, can Gabler win this?" The first part was, of course, which we knew heading into the finale. Jesse's going to be there at Final Four because he's got that idol that nobody knows about, and we'll get into how he played it and all that, whatever. But we know he's going to be in the Final Four. We know he's likely going to go into fire because he's not great at challenges. He probably ain't going to win that Final Four immunity to have the decision to take who he wants. So he's there. And so Gabler goes in and beats him. And you're like, okay, step one for a possibility of Gabler winning was that Final Three, right? 
It had to be that final yes. three. Had to be Gabler, Cassidy, and Owen. And then right. you're like, um, probably not still, but maybe. And then the other part where I'm like, oh my God, he's going to win this. I think it was his opening statement. First first answer to tr- to the to the jury. He like knocked it out of the fucking park. <laughs> yeah. This was an incredible jury performance by Gabler. Like by the time the episode was over and he had uh, done his whole speech about how he was going to be donating to veterans. Yeah. And like he went into he's just like rattling things off the top of his head that he knows about all of the other contestants. Just like freestyling like, "Oh yeah, you know, we talked about your kids and all this kind of stuff." I was like this is a good guy. Yeah, social This is a player. legitimately just, I mean, he just seems like a super nice dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And for one thing, yeah, we were totally wrong about the fact that he won. But every time we brought him up, we're like, he's playing an awesome social game. People seem to really like this guy, and at least he knows where he stands in the tribe. Apparently, Gabler is the most lovable dude of all time. As soon as he said Ali Gabler, it was over. Oh. That was basically it. That and when Cassidy tried to take credit yeah. for the Ryan vote out, yeah. that was the nail in the coffin. That was the dagger right there. But uh, yeah, Gabler, like, this is going to go down as one of the better Final Tribal Council performances in show history, yeah, I yeah. think. You think yes. Gabler's going to be up there with the Todds and the Cochran's? Especially, and the, I think so, because yeah. the jury is giving him credit. They're like, yeah, we came in with an open mind. He checked off all the boxes yeah. we wanted to hear, and mm-hmm. they were eating out of the palm of his whatever... Uh, Alligator has. Cloth? <laughs> Cloth? Yeah. I don't know what his claws. I don't know what an alligator <laughs> yeah. foot is. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I thought Phil Shepard came to mind when Gabler was talking because I was like, where was like where was this guy? Why is – this is what I wanted Phil to do. You know, he was walking around. He was kind of – you know, he was a crazy person, but he was also – you know, he was at the end, and I just wanted him to go, ha, I gotcha. I'm a spy, and uh, this is how – I mean, Gabler is basically saying, I lay low, and I made friends here. But you said it. All the jury I thought wanted to know from Gabler was, are you a loopy old man? Right. And he's not. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and like us as the audience, I think we were always torn. Like, we're, like, we're sort of seeing that he is. Right. Dalton Ross wrote his, his main storyline at one point was just how tired he was. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's like we're trying to figure out like is he just a, a character like a like a shepherd maybe even coach like I think I compared him to a little bit at times, or is there more to him? Right. And there obviously was a lot more at least in his relationships with the people on the jury. And I think once they're like, oh yeah, they just wanted to know, did you sort of know what was going on? Yeah. And you know what moves did you make? And he had a you know he had a great answer. Yes, I knew what was going on. I was hiding in plain sight. We heard it a million times. I was just trying to lay low. I made that one big decision with Ellie. I was instrumental in that, and then I fell off and sort of into the back. But yeah, I was aware. You guys came all and talked to me. I was a part of all your plans. And like once he like, I thought that check was done. It was like yeah. Then it was holy crap. This guy's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. He also had the little part where he was like, when we were down to final seven, I had three options. When we were down to final five, I had two options. You're like, oh, you really were playing the swing vote game, and because everybody was overlooking you. They were coming and telling you the information. And he's just like, sure, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it in. Yeah. I'll take it in. And it worked out perfectly for him. I was to the point where I was like, was he faking being tired? <laughs> At like when they, when they were practicing fire, was he trying to throw some sort of scent off him? So he would be the one put in. Cause like he wasn't Maybe. giving us all out there. Clearly knowing he's going to crush it come fire time. He gets put in. And that was <laughs> between that and being in charge of the first vote after the fake merge. Right. Those were his two things. That's yeah. all he needed. It was yeah. great at the 
Final Tribal Council last night too. He wasn't like trying because I think people get there and then they go, well, I got to like come up with things I actually did and make my resume seem a lot better than it is. Mm-hmm. He didn't even try to do that though, really. He just like laid out the facts. I did this one thing. Didn't do a whole lot else, but I was a part of everything. And that's it. Do you like me? <laughs> well, yeah. a lot of that goes down to who he was sitting next that's to. That's very well. true. Because we... if Jesse or Carla there, I think right. then it's like, we did a lot more than you, man. Yeah. And it's like, Cassidy and Owen, they. This is the tough part. Cassidy did a lot in this game. And people are pissed off that she didn't. She only got one vote from James and yeah. maybe didn't win the game because right. she wins a bunch of, obviously, uh, individual immunity. So does Owen. So 3 3. And maybe that, him being there, sort of took a little shine off her three. I don't know. Yeah. But she was always. On the right side of the vote. Yeah. So, you know, why didn't she get more respect, I guess, from the jury? Just not as well liked? She just wasn't as well liked, I guess. I mean, I guess we'll never know. Well, 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 what about her? What about they seem to sort of hold it over a little bit? This idea of like, you didn't take, you weren't the one that did take out Jesse there there in the fire making. But I thought her response was like totally valid. It's like, why? (laughs) I've won my way to the end. I feel pretty good about my game. I'm not like coasting through this. Yeah. Why would? Why should I be the exactly. one when I'm not that great at making fire? Right. Be the one to take him out. Right. So it's like, I, 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 yeah. I couldn't blame her for that. I mean, uh, James is giving Owen respect for for hey man, that was an honest answer that you had no big moves. I mean, she basically said, I, I, Cassidy. Cassidy yeah. was like, uh, I'm. I can't. I'm not going to win. I want to be here. I want to be here at the end. I. It, there has to be something to knowing your limitations and knowing that. Being not being reluctant to put yourself in the situation when it's gonna gonna cost you the game. I mean that 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 that's just strategy, right? I mean that's just something that should be respected, I think. But, yeah, but you know, people wanted to see who could take down the guy that everybody wanted to win was going to win, and Jesse and yeah, Gabler did it in a hurry, four minutes and nine seconds. Guy can make a fire. I guess that's the number one thing to practice. <laughs> yes, right. Like, I mean. Jesse probably should have started practicing how to make fire after the sixth vote because guaranteed it was going to be him in fire making unless he won immunity, but he couldn't win immunity. I don't know. To me, to me, the Gabler win is as surprising as Natalie winning during Russell Hans' season. I was like, Russell did everything. He should have win. He's clearly the winner here, but they gave it to the guy who, or the woman who had made no enemies Yep. Yeah. and didn't make enemies. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. Likeable. Um, I know some people are wondering, too, how much Carla influenced the jury Mm. in going there, having that little blow-up sort of with Cassidy at the end, the the threat that she did make. Did she follow through on it? Did she go back there and and basically shit on this idea that Cassidy was, you know, a part of all the plans and making these decisions, and did she take all the credit? And she said she didn't really do anything. She was just a number. I I don't know. I haven't done any, like, listening to uh, exit interviews and reading stuff like that yet, but... uh, I guess it's a possibility. She said she was going to. I know. She said she was going to, but I think in some of her exit interviews, she has said that she didn't poison the jury against Cassidy, but that they did give Gabler a lot of credit for being the clear spearhead on the Ellie vote because he was the only one of these three who was the clear spearhead of any vote. Yeah. Mm. JD? Which is kind of weird. That's crazy. (laughs) That's pretty weird. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It is mind-blowing that that – I mean, there were several episodes leading up to the Ellie Gabler confrontation, yeah. and it was a big episode. And but it was just like the first, po- the post merge. It was the faux merge, as we call yeah. it. Yeah, right, exactly. So 
it just seems weird that that was the linchpin to win this guy a million dollars. Yeah. After everything that happened, like the you know uh, Jesse's big moves and everything else that happened, it was just and he was just lurking in the you know as he says under the water and well he won so great. Yeah, but good like, for you. I mean. Owen was a part of one of the bigger moves of the season. I guess you can argue how much he was a part of the getting James out with the yeah. whole Noel taking of his vote. I mean, he's in on that. He's conspiring about that. James is obviously a threat in this game and was seen as a big player and had that advantage. It's like, for some reason, we're all bending over backwards for this, getting rid of Ellie. I love it because yeah. Ellie was my winner pick. So right. it's like the, the I guess, the uh, respect they had for her. Yeah. People were saying, I think it was Fishback and Rob, can you imagine... Ellie finding out that Gabler won. <laughs> Imagine when she first, because she's not there, obviously yeah, part yeah. of the jury. She might still be in Fiji. I don't know how they do it, but like, oh my god, I would have loved. Like, they hope they had a camera on Ellie finding right. out that you know Gabler went on to win this game. <laughs> and you know what sealed the deal? Yeah, Getting get rid, rid of, of you. you. <laughs> and he never lost the spear fishing spear. <laughs> there you go. And it was all because you went through his bag, really, is what got you to that point. Basically. Yeah. And you wanted to keep him when everybody else wanted to get rid of him, because that was Ellie, too. Man, the sliding doors moments there with this Ellie Gabler thing. Crazy. It was wild. But yeah, in the end, it was uh, the, the jury saying, hey, we had a checklist for all these players, and Carla said Gabler checked off the most, and then Sammy said, we saw and heard from Gabler what we, what we needed to hear, or wanted, I guess, to hear. Which was, I think, again, just like you aware what was going on? Like you, <laughs> yeah. you were right You're with us. Good. Okay. Then so, we really like you. Yeah. So do you think that Gabler's checklist was way shorter than Cass's and Owen's? I, I mean, that had to be right. Like, yeah, I think they just wanted to know. You knew you were playing Survivor, right? And you yeah. knew, like you said, like your your strategy was to like do what you sort of were always doing this like laying low and stuff like that. And, and right. he pitched it well. Even like Cassie at one point was it maybe in the after show? She's like. This guy's a hell of a, a hell of an orator, man. Like I wanted to like give him my vote right yeah, there, like yeah. and like that's what happened. He, I, I really don't think Cassidy did all that poorly. I know the the part with the Ryan thing and like who's taking credit for that. Yeah. That that bitter in the ass for sure. I didn't think Owen's answers were all that bad. He felt like yeah. a guy that maybe knew he wasn't going to get a lot of votes, yes. but but yeah, Gabler yeah. just sort of. If they were if they were like a B plus, he was obviously an A plus right. at, at that final. And that's what I mean when I when I say Phil Shepard comes to mind because he was underestimated by ev- by the yeah. audience yeah. by the everybody. That's why he's there at the end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I think you're exactly right. They were just like this guy was all this on purpose. Yes, it was. Okay, you win a million dollars. And the other thing is, Owen to us. He was basically narrating the entire season. Oh, totally. So he was like our best friend. Like I was actively rooting for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, he could win this. But I guess we don't know how on the outs he actually was. I mean, I guess we had clues in that he was on the wrong side of every single vote. But I didn't think he was that like disliked. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So any one three immunities, there's something that in means, that. That means nothing. Well, it I'm got, not sure it really ever meant. Maybe back, like way back in the day, it means nothing now right. to win two or three of these. Well, people don't care. It's the reason he was sitting there because he, he, they, he stayed. He, there were votes that he could have gone. Same with Cass, right? So, yeah. So they, they, went, they The jury does not care. They I, don't. I, I agree with you. I agree with you there. But it's like putting on my uh, putting on my resume. I, I know word, you know, uh, Microsoft Word. It's right. Like, yeah, it's 2022. <laughs> you should know Microsoft Word. <laughs> 
It's like not that right. impressive. That's and, how and, I look at it. Now. And Jesse would have won if he had not won any immunities yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah. In a yeah. landslide. Yeah. So there you go. Um, what did, What did you think about Cassidy's uh, decision dilemma of putting? obviously Gabler over Owen into the fire making against Jesse and the backlash she got. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, she should have put a, she should have gone into fire. Clearly. I like when I'm looking at the checklist for Cassidy, I think number one is beat Jesse in fire with the Mm -hmm. way things went. And number two is tell us a move that you did that nobody else did. She tried to take credit for somebody else's move and she didn't go in fire against Jesse. Mm -hmm. And those were two strikes against her, which is why she only got one vote. Um, that being said, I don't really think it's fair that if you win the final four tribe or the final four immunity that you then have to go <laughs> and win the next fire immunity. If Jesse wins, they're not saying you got to give that up no, and right, win fire. Right. Yeah, totally. So I don't know. That's, that's just tough. Maybe, maybe we should do one without fire. You know, <laughs> it'd be a nice Pretty twist weird. to throw uh, yeah. when they're not ready for it. Uh, final two or get rid of that or yeah. Because if you're going to be a threat, you better be the best fire maker out there at this point. Like yeah. you have yeah. to. Yeah. Jesse didn't need. He could have won a uh, survivor without winning any immunities if he knew how to build a fire. Yeah. Yeah. And people think uh, a big reason of why Jesse ultimately turned on Cody was this whole with the the, the, the upcoming fire. fire making challenge and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a small part. Of sure. It, maybe, but but now now it's. I've kind of turned around on that. I'm like, should Jesse have kept Cody around? Cody would take Jesse yeah. to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. And, Co- and I think Jesse would be able to out-talk Cody yeah. in the final that's, tribal council. I agree with that. I was thinking that too. Yeah. But, really, also, but honestly, if that's true, that sucks. Because then it even more so discourages anybody from making any sort of move and just hoping you're great at fire. Mm-hmm. I guess. Also, I mean, it's... <laughs> If Cody was there, then Jesse wouldn't have made his big move, and that means that there's no he's not as big of a threat as well, right? That's the key. That's the key to winning now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He yeah. Making the best move of the season was his worst move of the so season. So find a best friend who knows how to make fire and will take you ve- to the very end, no matter what. <laughs> the key That's... to winning in the new era of Survivor seems to be Obviously, lay super low. Yeah. Okay. For basically the entire season. Yeah. And make sure you go to the end with two people that are in a similar situation where they haven't done anything. So when you get to the end, to like the final five or six, all you people that have done, quote unquote, nothing, uh, team together, get rid of all the people that have done all the moves yeah. that are locks to win this game. Right. And then just hope you have a little bit more on the resume, maybe just one thing that you could sell to the. Uh, Final, tri- final, final jury there. Yeah. That, I mean, that's sort of where we're at with the uh, the Erica and the Marianne. Like, she did have a really, I think, big yeah. move in that final one. Yeah. And then here with Gabler leaning into the Ellie thing and the decision like that. That's, it's like, it's very, and this is the thing with fire, though. The fire making challenge is there, and you might think it's a dumb twist, but it's actually there to keep players like Jesse in the game yes. to have any chance to even win the thing. Because it's like a free lifeline. Like, well, we know you're awesome. We know you're going to win. Everybody else knows that, so they're going to get rid of you. And, oh, you lost the Final Four immunity challenge? Okay. Well, hey, one more chance, man. Right. Go and win a fire. And then back. you're in yeah. and you're going to win. So you can be upset with it but it's uh, that it took out Jesse, but it's there to right. keep a player like Jesse, I think. I think it's the whole and point I, and it. And I think generally it works. It's a good way to have somebody have the final three decided, in my mind. Right. Something. If it's not fire making, what is it? Paper, rock, scissors. Why does it need to be a challenge? Why don't they just do it the way they always did it? 
beforehand. It's like, this cost Rick Devins a win. He was the best character on his season. We got maybe the worst winner ever in Chris Underwood. The guy never played. <laughs> came back and won it. And his was the best fire-making thing. Well, now that's Jesse why everybody has player. to put themselves in fire. Exactly. You have to. You yeah. have to. And yeah. that's – I don't like that's that. That's silly. Yeah. 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 Except <laughs> for they wouldn't have made Jesse. They, if, he, if he wins the final four yeah. immunity, they're like, man, you did it. 10-0. Yeah. Or 8-0, I guess. Yeah, there was a part even in this uh, episode where Propes was like, wow, it sounds like all three people want to go in the uh, fire-making challenge. Right. And I guess Jesse had to, like, play along that he wanted to, like, go in and gameplay. But no, he didn't. Of course not. Like, no, just I, take I me. Yeah. Just take me to the end. That's fine. Yeah. I'll take my chances uh, of beating the rest of you. Um, well, what else you got from this episode? I know we have tree mail later. A lot of questions uh, talking about this. I guess, okay, here, here's one. Did Jesse make a mistake? I know he had a great game. But did he make a mistake at the final five by voting out Carla? You know, hindsight 2020 here, of course, but... He was debating in this episode at one point. Mm. Well, maybe we do, do we take out Cassidy because she is a challenge threat, and do I keep Carla because she she is a target, like a, maybe a, still even a bigger target than I am? But then I'm risking there being at the end with her. Like he obviously goes and takes her out and 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 does his whole idol play, um, or you know whatever the the hidden immunity yeah. uh, bracelet. But did he make a mistake? Does he have a, a better chance? I guess. I don't think so. No. I don't think it matters either way because, yes, Carla would be a less of an immunity challenge threat at Final Four, but it's not like Jesse was going to be winning that immunity. The, the guy, guy was not good at this. Couldn't win, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. It's, and, I mean, regardless, he needed to win that immunity to go into Final Tribal Council because everybody would have put him in fire anyways. Yeah. Carla would have put him in fire totally. yeah. if she was sticking around instead of Cassidy. You agree with this, J.D.? I agree. You don't and think also, there was any move? No, I don't think so. And I think that if if for some miracle it was Carla and Jesse at the end, I I wouldn't just say for sure it would be unanimous against Jesse, like to, for Jesse. I think that she would have gotten some votes. Mm-hmm. I think she would have given him a a run for his money for sure. Right. So from his perspective, she's she's the biggest threat. Fair enough. Um, thoughts on how he played his idol. Were you disappointed that he didn't wait until, you know, votes were cast? Like he pulled it out early and said, look, I got yeah, this. Janine's draw, yeah. jaw, excuse me, hit the floor. That was a great reaction. That, that was that was the best part of it was the jury reaction. I yeah. suppose it was for that um, because yeah. he ended up just playing it for himself. I don't know what all the pageantry shall we dance moment was about <laughs> i don't know what I, I don't know what her pitch would have been to to jesse carla like, to jesse yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think he made that decision there on the spot like i'm gonna play this in advance because i don't think he saw the votes coming on to him right and probably didn't really try and get them on him even like during the day because we thought he might like oh guess it's me you know yeah so, uh, you know what no hard feelings play a great game then Votes come, aha, I've got it. Right. Never, oh, my God. But instead, he was maybe he was just like, well, I can get more out of this in front of the jury, but I'll just totally. pull this out early yeah. and then create the chaos. And we had a live tribal. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. he gets, he gets to tell the story of how he came to have this idol in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. That's true. He got to talk about yeah. it more. Yeah. yeah. And he wouldn't have otherwise. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we had the great line, would you like to dance, sir? <laughs> Let's dance. That, that was fun. Uh, but in the end, nothing, like, really came of it. It was uh, they all sat back down, and then Carla went home. Yeah. Four to one. But Carla threw one vote on Jesse, which right. pissed him off at the time because this guy thought he had a perfect game going, or he did have a perfect game going until then. I like that. I like a little spite vote. <laughs> so I. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, you know, 
uh, tragic ending for Carla. Once she finally was on the bottom, she kind of lost her cool. And, you know, she was just throwing anything possible <laughs> against the wall. It was not flying with anybody. I think even that live tribal was probably more of the same of her conversation she had with Cass when she was pitching, like, every sort of possible uh, thing. And probably what ended up being saying at the end was like, all right, well, I'm going to put a vote on you so you don't have a perfect game. I'm like, all right, we're going to yeah. go. Let's go vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other notes? From this very, very long episode of Survivor. Random notes, any big topics? What do you got? Man, I forget what I forget what it was that Jeff said. It was like they were getting ready for the last here's what it was. They're getting ready for the last immunity challenge. Yep. He's like, for the last time, draw for spots. <laughs> 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 it's like, I'll never get to say that one again. <laughs> I, I've got a few random notes. I like when uh, Owen was uh, at the sanctuary. He walked up to it and says Jeff has outdone himself this time. Yeah. Like he Jeff's prepared. in the kitchen making he the prepared. steak and veggies. Yeah. I loved it. Cassidy was pumped about mushrooms, too. You don't hear anyone really get that pumped True, about yeah. mushrooms. I would. I would. I mean, I could see myself on the island, maybe, but yeah. you're starving, and it's just like, wow. But I don't know. And this, this is the best reward. It's the best reward. The steak. Steak. The steak dinner. And wine. On the last, nice. basically the second last night. And yeah, you're there. It's it's all the things I love. The steak, wine, uh, what, there was some sort of dessert. Cheesecake. There's some cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. But then you, you arrive and you see there's mushrooms next to that, sh- that steak. You're like, all right, Jeff, you really out- outdid yourself. That's a good yeah. point. You're like, you guys, a side dish? It's like, we got fixings up in here. Uh, are you guys a fan of the, uh, near the start of the episode, the, um, the, the uh, what do you call it? I a guess an, adva- an advantage. Oh. In the final five challenge, the one that Carla yoinked from Owen, where we got they get that that piece of paper and they got to figure out the clues and blah blah blah, little word scramble, and then they're off looking for it. Do you like this? No, no. And I'm gonna say something I haven't said yet since we've been doing this show. Okay. Shorter finale, honestly, shorter. A lot of padding here. Yes. A lot of padding. Yes, there's some. Some, it's all padding. It's all padding. And we have a great um, tweet from our, our friend Gourmet Spud talking about something in particular that was a lot of padding yeah. that they need to get rid of so we can okay. uh, But you know what? There. But yeah. Hey, let's. there's an advantage of the, on the beach, and you all have to look at it, look for it at the same time. Fine. Let's, let's give them something to do on the new beach that they're there for. Why are they there? Yeah, like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. At one point, I, I, I think they're actually only moved to this new beach for this thing. It's like they know every tree and every rock and nook and uh, cranny yeah. on this old beach. That's good. Take point. them somewhere new, give them this little word scramble, and then they'll yeah. at least not know what they're looking for. Yeah. That's sort of what I think. That's the only reason I can come <laughs> yeah, up maybe. with. Maybe. <laughs> Otherwise, why? There's a point where Jeff said, and you're going to a new beach. I had wished that he had said, and. You're going to a nude beach. Now, there's a twist. They're nude? Yeah. It's like it, it's now. They're naked and afraid. The rest of the game is naked. You're playing naked. Wow. I mean, they've done it before. You just have to put the editors, the blur, the blurry guys, you know, yeah. get the blur, the blur team on it. We're sending you to Richard Hatch Beach. Yeah. yeah. Richard's there. He's there. He's there. Yeah. Yes. He welcomes He's you there in. He's there with a torch. Welcome, friends. Anybody but who's gone naked on Survivor just hanging out on the beach. <laughs> Instead of doing the word scramble, you got to do his taxes for him. <laughs> uh, from those challenges, the final five immunity and reward challenge, uh, the puzzle, 
I thought it was very difficult. You cannot hide in a dangerous game. Yeah, Here's so why I hard. thought it was difficult. Nora was pissed. Cannot? Yeah. That's a that's a word you don't use a lot. <laughs> C-A-N-N-O-T. I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> so you what? cannot so hide throw in a dangerous an game. apostrophe in there? Yeah. Yes. Help him out. Right? I can't. You can't no, hide. They want it as hard as possible. Uh, and the guy that went on to win this game <laughs> was using a, a, a tile... That was a C. He was using yeah. it as a U at yeah. one point. Was that on purpose or was no, that? What do you mean it's on purpose? Well, I, because when <laughs> Rachel does this guy too much credit you know, now. When Rachel does Wordle, you know, like she's obsessed with it still. Uh, Please call it lingo. <laughs> what's is it? Lingo? You didn't see these ads it's for the, the game, new RuPaul show? show? It's basically Wordle, but oh, they called it lingo. Oh. It's coming soon, I think. On, uh, I ain't I'm not calling it. Whatever you just said, <laughs> lingo. Uh, lingo, the, lingo, lingo. She'll 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 pass the, the phone to me and like put X's where she doesn't know the letters. So I thought maybe that it was okay. like a placeholder that he was putting in there. But uh, I think he thought that C was a it's U. Possible. <laughs> it's possible. It's a weird font. Yeah, it was. It's I mean, font. it sort of looked like a. No, it didn't. Uh, yeah. No, come on, come on. And also, like when you see a puzzle like that, where it's literally all the Scrabble tiles, and you have no idea where any of them go. Take your time, guys. Like the boy going over the all that stuff, just conserve your energy, oh, oh. your mental your energy, brain. because it's just it. That's the the great equalizer is right there, you know. It's yeah, that, just, and that's another reason why wasting all of this to find this advantage in this final five. Yeah, it's all for naught because it's usually comes down to a puzzle, and it's right. like it's how good are you at puzzle? I guess like any little advantage helps. I get that, but it's one less trip that she had to take yeah, over the yeah, balance yeah, stream. Yeah. But honestly, get ri- just get rid of the obstacle course for this challenge. It's a, it's a puzzle, guys. <laughs> get to it. Four hours later. Uh, guarantee home. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What could it be? Oh. A lot of words they were putting in there. Yeah. Adventure yeah. was in there. Guarantee. When guarantee Dangerous, went in, I was, I was like, yeah. it's I felt bad for her because yeah. I'm like, she's 100% convinced that's guarantee. Yeah. Because yeah. how could you not be? That's a exactly. long ass word. It fits perfectly. It fits. Why do we have these letters? Yeah. Yeah. I was and, like, and, and, and you've heard guarantee. Like, you, oh, yeah. you need to guarantee your spot in the final totally. four or something totally. like that. Totally. Yeah, so. You cannot hide in a dangerous game. Just, just saying that all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. always saying it. Uh, what else? Okay, then in the final immunity challenge, we're on day 25. This is the one where we got to stack the little bowls, but we got to run them first mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. that wobbly metal maze and stack them 15 high, the one that Cassidy wins. My favorite part of this one. Well, there's two parts. One where Owen, his stack falls pretty yeah. late in the game, and he just goes full temper boy once again <laughs> awesome. and bends his pole awesome. <laughs> just destroys it like he, like what would have happened if Cassidy had dropped like yeah, he would be I, I would have loved the... to see him oh yeah. my god so every that was once in a while they'll have like a golfer who like smashes his putter yeah. on the green they're like he had to putt the last six holes with a three <laughs> yeah yeah right. <laughs> would have been great to see him like his bent pole trying to, <laughs> trying to navigate that like he mm. wouldn't have, yeah how would he have been able he would have been able to get through the maze part but how would he have been able to reach the lift yeah, yeah be because anyway, it'd be like be tossing it up. Yeah, like, just chuck it up. Just like with yeah, two the two sticks together, like that they broke and yeah, just fling <laughs> so it on top. Awesome. We gotta get Owen a Temper Boy shirt from oh, the No Dunks yeah. Uh, store. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I feel like, and he's such a, a great sport. He was one of our favorite characters. Uh, but uh, he had some awesome <laughs> just get pissed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how I would act. Oh, I, uh, totally. Uh, but in this challenge, in my notes here. 
my, my maybe one of my favorite moments from this episode. I laughed out loud and I had to rewind it to make sure I heard it right. Was Owen drops. Cassidy's getting very close to winning. Gabler's sort of there and probes. He keeps pointing out, oh, it's windy down here. Yeah. We're right on the water. Oh, it's windy. <laughs> and it appeared windy. Like, yeah. they're wobbling yeah, a little bit. Sure. Gabler says, come on, wind. Yeah. <laughs> he was cheering for the wind. This guy's great, man. I know. This guy's great. This like, is one of my favorite winners What if Beef Walton won Survivor <laughs> yeah. with a unanimous victory? Yeah. It happened. Uh, it's very funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's a little weird to me. Um, I think I would say I prefer handball challenge with the, with the Simotion, spin. I, I did Simotion yeah. because it's all you, right? Like, it would have been unfair, yeah, I yeah. think, a little bit to Cassidy if she's up to number 14 on her bowl tile stack yeah. and she loses just because it's windy. Yeah. I mean, it's fair because it's happening for everybody, but I would like to see it come down specifically to keeping your eyes and your hands yeah, and your yeah. wits about you. Yeah, that's I, I, too, prefer the uh, that challenge but i also like the wind being a factor <laughs> come on wind come on it's wind. All those out wind. there that's true but it's i mean it's also i mean like gabler's toppled not because he hit it i mean well did he the wind was a part of it if i remember correctly but that's also comes down to how you're stacking exactly. the wiggly one yeah yeah yeah. He, yeah his were not as precise his as looks like a spine as other, yeah <laughs> hers look like a tower weird right. for a heart guy yeah right right uh and then really the only other note i have guys um is I was super excited. I don't know if you will remember this, but on a couple no buffs uh, seasons prior, one of my survivor hacks that I thought I had come up with was when you're practicing your fire making challenge, don't do it on the ground. Right. Cause you're not going to be doing it like that. You're yeah. going to be, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. be on a platform. Try and get a little elevation. I think that could come into play in how you're sure. doing your flint strikes and all that. So I got super psyched. I thought he was going to pull it off when they showed Jesse like up I don't know, up in the jungle somewhere in a location uh, we've never seen. He had like a, a flat piece of wood it looked like. I don't know where he found it or whatever. But he was like practicing at sort of height, like yeah. chest level on something flat. And I was like, oh my God, did he listen to no buffs? Is he taking Skeet's advice? Like, is he going to win? This is going to be incredible. This is going to be my greatest call. In the end, he got his ass handed to him. But uh, anyway, that was, that was the only other note I had. <laughs> That's a good note. Would have been um, awesome. Another note that I will take going forward is I hadn't seen the the Gabler fire building strategy before. He had like a ring of little twigs around Hessian, which apparently yes. Jeff Probst uh, letting us all know that was Hessian, but like he he had the ring of fire. And yeah. then it's like once that built that burned down into that, it was like gigantic right away. Everybody yeah. else is going for the tent. Yeah. For the pyramid over top, but Circle around is apparently the way to go. Yeah, he did. He, he smashed. Man, it. He made that damn fast. And and that's with them editing it to try and make it seem like yeah. it was even closer. Yep. It must have been a wrap. It must have been like oh, but it did. You're right. At one point, it looked like he's smothering it. Like it looked like Gabler was. It was like yeah. oh, what's he doing here? But no. And then he put a little bit more of the Hessen on top. And then it was, it was uh. It was off. And also you have a limited amount of that Hashem yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I was like, is he using too much? Is it? Uh, but I guess not, obviously. Guess not. Uh, uh, did we mention that he's donating his entire prize? Uh, Trey slipped it in there. Yeah. It was wild that it was said in the episode before we even got yeah. to the final four or the final three. Gable just tells us, I'm going to give all my a million dollars to, uh, or all my winnings at least. Is it a million? Do you think CBS will pony up and just give him the straight up? million dollars well they you do get the million dollar check and but i think it's you, your responsibility oh, yeah, yeah. so in theory he's given so the million straight be, to uh, veterans yeah, in because, need. Yeah. oh i was i was basically in tears 
That part I was emotional about. Oh, totally. I, I was like, this, a good this guy. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, and it guy. was like crazy that he had said it in the episode in Confessional, but then didn't say it in the final tribal council. Yeah, which makes sense. Which I, I also think should be illegal. I don't think you should be allowed to, but then I would love somebody to say they're going to give a million dollars to a charity and then say, <laughs> gave me a million bucks. No, I'm not. <laughs> we want villains. That's a villain. That's a villain. Oh my totally. God. But, uh, well, do we know if he's donated yet? Maybe. Uh, nah, maybe? he's, yeah, he's, he's definitely he's, donating it. Yeah, yeah no, it was, uh, do you, th- you liked you, it, JD, I assume? Uh, oh, well, of course. I, I, I love it. Um, Puts a little pressure on future winners to be like, uh, I know, Trey, you said off air, you're keeping that million. Yeah, don't blow my spot up, JD. I'm sorry, I'm still trying to get uh... cast on this show, but guarantee if I win it, I'll be donating it to the Kirby Family Foundation. Now, I will point out, wasn't it Yule on Winners at War? He was going to give his $2 million winnings if he went on to win. He said this uh, prior to the game, I believe. Prior to before uh, the game started. To, um, uh, ALS, yeah, like uh, you know, research and stuff like that for Penner's, yeah, uh, because of Penner's wife. But it was the yeah. whole amount that he was gonna do. If he that's would. what I think, wow, yeah, damn, damn that was double, double the winnings. But no, it was Nora and I were we were in tears. Oh, yeah, it was a cool nice. moment. And like, I don't know, he seems like he is such a nice guy. What it wasn't at all screaming like, look at me, how you know righteous. I, yeah. It was like so sincere. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, he had thought about it and he's like, yeah, we're doing this. And I, and he, he was even like, this is all of us. We're all doing this. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. it's like, wow, pretty damn nice. Yeah. I, uh, I am going to shit on the, uh, the production team for, you don't need music there. You don't need music. Mm. Is this is the reunion show. Let's pretend we're live. Let's pretend it's a surprise. I mean, I don't even know why they revealed it to us earlier, the audience. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. it was such a nice surprise. And I guess maybe it was like foreshadowing or like. Uh, I think it was uh, a little uh, bit to be to try and diminish people being upset that he won the game. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But he, he said it so eloquently and he's like, we all did this. And yeah. this is in the name of my father and stuff like that. Yeah. And they got to fucking step on everything. Everything's got to have music. Jeff, listen to me. You don't, everything doesn't have to have music. Go watch The Great British Bake Off. And that's the last time I'm going to say oh, that on this show. <laughs> this guy loves baking. Uh, <laughs> I love production. You do. And I love human emotion. And I don't need strings to tell me to feel good or sad about something or, or touched about something. His words were more than enough. Yeah, yeah. And they did it a couple of times during the reunion. And I was just like, why? Why? Oh this? man, Jesse got it even. Yeah. During, I mean, he got it when he went out. That makes sense. Oh my God! Ever the guy everybody thought was going to win. That's during the show. That was during the show. But he also got the strings in the after show yeah, too. There was a huge like swelling of music yeah. and like where he was like again saying sort of similar things about his his journey and coming up short and all that. Yeah. But yeah. and this this is a problem. It's the it's. American producers are underestimating their own audiences and they're not that stupid. We know we know what we like and actually it's more powerful without music sometimes. Mm. I love music. I'm a music guy, but sometimes just let it be, man. Let it be. It's true. But I, I when saw, you went not, to your single when you uh, <laughs> you should have played let it be then. Yeah, they don't have they don't they're cheapskates. They buy rights for that. It, when you went to your single cam there to like really plead to probes, yeah. it would have been nice to have a some little musical swell of music. Swell oh, I'll of music. add that later. Pro- oh, add yeah, that of later. course. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. In post, in post. Uh, anything else, guys? Uh, you want to take a break and then talk about maybe uh, after show highlights and get into tree mail? Yeah, let's, I think do, let's do that. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. All right, back with No Buffs, recapping episode 13 the season finale of Survivor 43. If you're just swinging by, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Buffs. And if you're a podcast listener, leave us a five-star rating and review. Otherwise, we will not return for season 44, <laughs> which starts in March. It's like right around the corner. Mm. See you in the spring, Probe said. And it's early spring. See you in the spring. Yeah, what, March 1st? Is that right? Isn't that nuts? Let me read you a funny review we got here, Skeets. <laughs> sure. This one's from Fab Five Freddy. Great companion piece to a fun show. It's a nice contrast to Rob has a podcast whose opinions can sometimes be a bit uniform. Highly recommended. Oh, well, that's very, very nice to even just be uh, included with the great Rob. Yeah. Yeah. One star. In this one star. That's Ouch. a one star one review. One star. Oh. I think that's an accidental one star Jeez, review. God, I would hope so. <laughs> but that's really going to hurt us in the ranking. <laughs> yeah, Holy that's shit, a killer. Man. That's a killer ranking wise for sure. <laughs> god. That, that, that to me reads like at least a four star review. Can you, who, who left that? Fishback? That one's on Fab Five Freddy. Uh, hmm. Fab Five Fetty. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I missed, add oh, an extra no. R there. <laughs> okay. Fab Five Fetty. All right. Uh, after uh, show thoughts, highlights, anything? You know, we had the fun flashback. I don't know. Was it fun? Cody uh, losing the beware advantage paperwork. <laughs> Cute. It was fine. Cutie. Uh, Sammy dropped the bombshell. <laughs> He's 19. What? what? I thought they overreacted to that news. Uh, well, I, they reacted like they already the, the well, knew. Well, most of them already knew. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing he told everyone when he came yeah. there. Yeah. He, uh, it, he looked like he had gained about 20 pounds. Sam, Sammy, yeah. Sammy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He, he filled did. out yeah, quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's young. Weird. Put on the weight easy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's true. I guess you would usually not put on weight easy when no, you're younger. I don't think you would. But. <laughs> I couldn't. I remember uh, when I thought uh, when I had uh, dreams of being a basketball player one day. They were like, "You gotta, you gotta add some weight, man." I'm bulk up, boy. <laughs> I ate a lot of ice cream and was in the gym a lot and did shit all. <laughs> some people can't. It was it was a waste of everybody's time and money. Uh, but you got to eat ice cream. I got to eat a lot a of lot ice cream. A lot of cream. Yeah. Uh, another note: food based. 
did they have uh, the season number on the pizza boxes during 41 oh, and 42? I, I did not notice that. definitely said 43 on the back of the pizza box. Probst was not pushing the pizza as much, yeah. but mm. my God, the champagne. That was a flowing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, James was like, every time they showed James at the after hour, he was always like reaching over, pouring someone else a drink. He's like nice. a great host. Yeah. He was always doing it, I noticed. Like, people in the front row. He's like, I don't know if it – maybe they had a, a bunch of it behind him. And yeah. He was just, oh, yeah, he was, he, the, he was the – He was the bartender. Yeah. But it was uh, it was pretty amazing. Uh, we had Noelle talking about her journey. I thought that was a really great moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, James talking about, you know, being emotional out there. Jesse, like we said, got the strings. Um, it was fine. Sure. I, you know, I know you want that, and then you want next week on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, the gang's back together. Can you believe Gabler won? Bring Ellie in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We needed Ellie there. We needed Dwight there. His, yeah. His yeah. Idol. Yeah. Those would have been good. Yep. It just would have been better. Um. Anything else? Any other notes from the after show? Uh, they seem like friends. Like this seems like a crew of all people who will continue to be friends going here. There was no beefs. It didn't feel like. It did feel like uh, an open tribal council where they were actually being convinced. By the answers, and then it just seemed like, you know, the 11 of them that were there, just get along, and we'll probably, like, if you called them up and be like, hey, you want to come do a reunion? We're getting the whole crew back together. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll be there. It's kind of always that way, I find. Well, some people that don't get along. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the worst beef we had was between James and Owen, right? I mean, really? James and Owen, and like, Carl and Cassidy, I think they're fine now. They got mad at each other. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was at the end of the game, and the, you know Carla was desperately trying to. She was just fighting to stay in the game. Totally. Really? Yeah. Well, but, this uh, is uh, speaks to our theory that Survivor is too nice now. Yeah, a lot of nice cast too many nice people. <laughs> we need some assholes out there. Uh, okay, JD, let's get to uh, let's get to some tree mail here. For the final time, 2022. Some tree mail. Uh, we put up the tweet. You guys responded. And actually, what I'm going to do here, this might be a first. I'm going to take one question that we got by way of Twitter a couple of hours ago. I'm going to pair it with somebody here in the stream team because okay. I think they go well together. So Justin, he tweeted in, how disappointing is it that Jesse didn't make it to the final three? This is the first time in a while I've been bummed about the end result. So Justin, I think like a lot of people last night, diehards maybe, casuals even more maybe, uh, you know, shocked or disappointed again that uh, Jesse didn't make it even yeah. to the final three and win. But then we have Animal here in the, stri- in the in the live tribe, in the stream team. Do y'all subscribe to the theory that the right person always wins the game because that's who made it to the end and got the jury votes? So, what do you think about that? That the right person always wins? The right person always wins the game because they won the game. And I do. You do? Yeah. That's the game. The game is to outlast outwit and outplay and to be sitting there at the final travel council to plead your case and then you are handed a million dollars that's the game so they've never gotten it wrong even so chris he, underwood even chris even underwood. chris underwood because i know he's not the most popular winner right we didn't see him play the game but it could be argued i would argue that if you're sitting on an extinction island with the chance to come back into the game you're still playing the game. Mm-hmm. So that's, the, that's the, the, the tough one to, to swallow for sure. For, absolutely. But that, those were the parameters of the of game. Course, of yes. course. And that's, yeah. you know, and they took 
they've taken Extinction Island away because it wasn't that popular. Mm. But, you know, uh, um, Erica smashed the shillelagh. She used the shillelagh of time and reversed. She completely changed the course of that game. Is that fair? No, not really. <laughs> but and she, but she rules. won the game and that was she was playing under the rules that were presented to her by the game makers. So yeah. I think they I think they always get it right. There's always a jury that votes. These are all people who got voted out and they have to pick a winner. And well, I'm I'm bummed that it's not Jesse. Yeah. I picked Jesse from the very beginning. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. him yeah. to win, but many times in Survivor history, the, the the best player or the people the audience is cheering for thinks have played the best game because of the edit, because of moves they made, doesn't win the game. Yeah, this is not new. What happened last night? Absolutely, with not. Jesse or Carla going out. But uh, do you agree with JD? If you win, you win. If you win, you win. It's true, but the best player doesn't win. Uh, so it's hard for me to say it's the right person, but honestly, that's been the case for me since Russell didn't win. Like that's still to me is like the biggest upset. Crazy to me that he completely changed the game and people were just mad at him. So he didn't win. Yeah. But that's a, the, you know, the pushback of course is that's uh, to- a part totally. of the game. And yeah, people hate him. And, and the game now is don't make a move. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know if you make that to me is like the right people are winning. The people who are doing a good job of not doing anything are winning, especially in the new era here. But the people who are making the best moves, the most exciting moves, they're going home pretty quickly. We're talking right. about Shan, Ricard, yep. Omer, High. Mm-hmm. These are the best players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would include Jesse and Carla, I think, from this season. These are the best survivor players of the past three seasons, and they didn't even get close. Mm-hmm. Next one from Uncle Larry. Is Gabler now the greatest goat in survivor history? <laughs> He sold the jury on being a goat as his main strategy during the entire game, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, sort of his play. I'm the, uh, I am the goat, so take me there. And, and I guess I'll just be uh, pull it out in the end because I'm great at convincing people. And uh, I'm well and I'm well liked. Um, JD, get us started. Greatest goat. I mean, <laughs> Does it have to be him? It has to be, right? <laughs> but is he a goat, though, I, I guess, is the question. I think we need I to come have. up with a new term. He's a gator. Ooh, he's a gamer. <laughs> gator, that's a not gator. bad, right? That's yeah. not bad. It's got goat qualities for sure, but yeah. it's like it's there's it's especially in this new era. It's 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 actually a skill to to lay low, totally. to be under yeah. the water, to hide in plain sight, whatever yeah. you want to call it. If you take a if you take a gator to the end, I mean, that's way more dangerous than a goat because they they could eat you. Right. Anywhere along the way. A goat's not eating you. A goat's just following along with its stupid bell. <laughs> clang, clang. You always know where it is. You always know what yeah. it's doing. Yeah, the gator you don't. Fucking, where's the, where did I put that gator? Where the, what? Where was a gator Before you know it, here. he has snatched the, the title of Soul Survivor exactly. and the million dollars. Yeah. I think gator's going to become a term. Yeah. Now that, now that we're saying it out loud right now, people are going to be like, I don't want to be a goat. I'm a gator. I like it. It's going to catch up. All right. All right. Uh, Gourmet Spud. Okay. A man that's a potato. Uh, The final three. This is what (laughs) I was talking about. The best kind of potato. Oh, for absolutely. Gourmet. Thank you to the potato farmers. Uh, The final three (laughs) reflect. um, (laughs) It's an inside joke. Okay. Gourmet Spud, in a couple of tweets, was uh, responding to something that you were talking about, JD, maybe a little too too much of nothing in the the finale. The final three reflect segment. Between the final vor- four vote and the final tribal is such a skippable drag every year. Oh, so well put. Fallen Comrades wasn't great, but at least there was some entertainment in watching <laughs> contestants have to make up something to say about someone they only knew for two days. That was pretty funny. They played hard. 
It's basically uh, duplicative of what the final three says to the jury. This this segment here, the yes. reflecting segment. You know, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. There has to be a better way to use those five minutes every year. Maybe use it to show the jurors at Ponderosa discussing what they're looking for in the final tribal. Think that would be a cool cool to see again. That's gourmet spud. Uh, so JD, you agree with uh, that? That we did get that like. Here are the people that are left, and yeah. here's their story, and here they're reflecting, and they're looking yeah. off into the distance. And then they sort of say the exact same thing when we get to Final Travel Council. Yeah. I mean, I felt like we were watching a 20-minute sizzle reel for this for the upcoming showdown, which I thought we were already watching. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate the jury being back in the confessional sort of the patch of grass or whatever (laughs) talking, but also it also feels like padding to me. It's like, they've asked all of them about all three. What are, you know, what are the, what are you looking for? And, you know, cause Carlos had nice things about Owen and, you know, of course you're going to say nice things about Owen. It just felt, it's just like a waste of time. Mm -hmm. It, It could be way shorter. I love this idea of going to Ponderosa, an entire hour of, Back. Meanwhile, while all this shit was happening, all these people because we don't get Ponderosa anymore, right? We, they don't. Uh, they don't do the Ponderosa. Oh, they don't do it anymore. I don't think they do. Mm. Um, but just to see everybody come in and and then just have them compare notes and just see where they are. There's they could do it in a way where, as Owen says, we need to find out what these people want from us and what they want to hear. Well, tell us. Let. Well, I would like to know too what they what what they're thinking, how, how they felt after they were voted out of the game. And, you know, and then we go back to them and say, uh, all right, uh, we're having our breakfast. Yay. Cheers. So they do this in big brother, basically do, uh, this idea. They bring in will who is like a famous Dr. Will, Dr. Will, Dr. Will's still in the big brother universe. They bring him in to do exactly what you're saying. Okay. Where they, everybody on the jury, they have like a little round table and they talk it out. You know, who's playing well? What are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. They do all that. Okay. So you want that with, like, Rob or Cochran or yeah. somebody doing that with Ponderosa? Eh. You don't love it? It's not that great when Dr. Will does it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, no, I don't really want that. But I don't want this either because there was a lot of, like, filler here. Or, like, it's a lot of the same. Yeah. Because even, like... But then again, we're diehard Survivor fans. We're watching this, talking about it, podcasting about it. You know, Ziggy says, is this stuff not just for the casual fan? It's maybe, like... What casual fan a, is tuning casual? in at the, the last the episode? I mean, well, why do we get these, like, hype videos at the start of the episode? It's like, uh, you know, like, we're we're setting up to go into war here. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I I love the glamour shots and the, the drone shots and the pump-up stuff that's 30 seconds long as they're going in into a, a final or maybe you've watched a few of the episodes and you just tuned in for the final and you're and there's a little bit of recap yeah god it just seems like overkill yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. like okay. well, we all know the game we all know the characters let's let's just get to it it doesn't have to be three hours is, is what i'm saying i would i would love it if every other episode was three hours but not the finale <laughs> <laughs> well because there's like you know we know the storylines it's all coming down to this I don't know. It doesn't have to feel like the Super Bowl. I think that if they packed more in, it would be more powerful. Mm, like it's okay. a two-hour episode, or a, or ninety minutes, and then a half hour of this, uh, of the reunion uh, final travel council. Let's pop some champagne and compare notes. Okay, that's all. Any anything to add to this? I just like the idea of a casual Survivor fan, like a casual sports fan, who's like, I'll tune in when it's playoff time. Right. Yeah. I mean, hop you, guys, into the merch. you guys joke about that. There's but isn't that far-fetched? Not, it isn't. 
I, I agree with Ziggy. I, I, He's yeah. like, I think there are people that are like finale TV watchers. Like, like you said, it's the Super Bowl. It's like, all right, I guess tell me what's going on here. I guess. Catch me up to speed real quick, and then I'll decide who I'm sure Catch you for. up to speed real well, quick. Well, that's what they sort of do. This is I the story. Know, this yeah, is his angle. This is it. But we don't like it. And I do agree with what Gourmet Spot was saying. There's that part where it's like, you just did the same thing twice. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a hat like, on a hat. It's a hat on a hat. Uh, L-Train. The editing made it seem like Gabler took forever and his fire structure was just the husk with sticks lying horizontal. Before I saw the time, I thought he built the worst fire ever. <laughs> LOL. Weird. So there you go. Just a note from L-Train agreeing with what you said. It just looked like it was nothing. Then not was a, not a strategy up. that you've seen often. For sure. Like, everybody's going with sticks up, right? Like, yeah. making some sort of a point for the most part. Gabler had a little one, but it was the ring. It was the ring that really did it for him. Yeah, it was flat and wide. Which flat and wide, just... yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it worked. Well, it, it definitely worked. the way to do it, yeah. But I could see how the instinct would be to make try to make it as tall oh, as possible oh, yeah. to get to the, the, the string or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would suck at that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, every literally every time I go camping, I try and start a fire with a flint first. Really? Got a fire wow. started. Wow. Oh, for a hundred thousand. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, not even close. I can get a spark. You scraping the magnesium on? I'm there? not doing any scrapes. I don't yeah, have a machete. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Low on hessian. Yeah, that's part. that's the thing. You need something that will catch that but spark. Man, that's hard. Yeah. If I ever get it though, it'll feel so good. Oh yeah, pick oh, it up, blow on it. You just want to hold it. In your hand. I want to hold <laughs> oh, so it in my much, hand. so much. Can I make the fire and then hold it up to the flame and just like burn myself and like? I'm doing this for his super, hands are melting for uh, Scoopin or whatever his name was. What was his Scoopin, name? Scoopin, yeah. yeah. Good pull. Could you do that? <laughs> I don't think so. There's a hack. There's my new fire hack. <laughs> burn your hands. Really? How badly do you hands. want? That's how you play Survivor. <laughs> That's how you do it. His hands are burnt. Third degree burns. Uh, Zachary has a good one. By the way, Zach, just killing it all season long in the Twitter streets when it comes to no buffs. A lot of you, I know, Doug's had a million questions. Uh, our, our next person, too, that I'll get to in a second. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Zachary, I knew we were going to get this, so I put it near the end. Now that the season is over, how many players do you see being invited back? To me, there are four locks. This is Zach. Okay. He says, Noel, Cody, Carla, Jesse. There is four locks. The only other people I can see coming back are Sammy and Gabler, but Gabler might be too old if they do another all-winner season. <laughs> he's 52. I, I, I'm offended by this. Yeah, he's 52. I he's mean. fucking my age. <laughs> I, I, like, I was incensed on my couch going, this guy's... Oh, the old man won. <laughs> like, the second oldest winner ever. That's, yeah, that's Bob Crowley. Oh, yeah. The only one older. Bunches of ageist motherfuckers out there. <laughs> I'm Bob Crowley seemed way older to me than Gabler does. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He I agree. Like, Bob Crowley looked like he was raised in the Dust Bowl. <laughs> I don't know how, man. Like, he was just wearing, like, when they would cut to him, <laughs> it was in color, but it looked like sepia tone always. <laughs> he did feel older. But then he won, like, a lot of challenges, I yeah, think. Yeah, he went, like, on an immunity run. Um,. I so, want an all, all oldies. Yeah, I'm sure CBS will do that. Although, you know what? A lot of their programming's for old people, so why not? <laughs> That's who's what? Like, it's like blue what blood. Else do you, well, I'm, asking the, I'm asking the wrong guy, but because you watch words. more network television than anyone. Yeah. But you're the only one. The only person I know under <laughs> What 70. am I watching? Fucking <laughs> Cold Kate. What do you watch? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you watch... Uh, 
Don't you watch that fire show on Friday nights? <laughs> no, I make fun of the fire show on Friday night. I'm just a, I watch commercials it comes down to. Yeah, Every time I bring up a commercial during an episode of Survivor, you're always like, what? Huh? It's because you're outside with your dog or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm living know. my life. Oh, what's a fire show on a Friday night? <laughs> yeah, the, the firefighters. I brought it up last week. What's it called? Fire <laughs> County or something. Yeah, yeah. Fat, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Fire show on a Friday night. <laughs> I love that show. Okay, so you want all old people. Yeah. Well, their definition of so over forty. All right, forty forties versus fifties. Forty and up. <laughs> no, let's get some seventies in there. Bob Crowley, seventy-one. Now bring him back. <laughs> bring him back. All right. Sarah says my parents and grandparents watch network TV all the time. Yeah, yeah so right. did mine. Yeah, so did mine. So, but yeah. You think they're not watching Survivor because there's too many young people on it? I'm not sure that's the problem. Uh, but I, I don't mind trying it. Um, okay, yeah, who's coming back? <laughs> Trey, uh, anyone else that you're including in the Noel, Cody, Carla, and Jesse, and then maybe Sammy and Gabler? Like, or maybe you disagree with some of those. I think that's actually a pretty solid list. Yeah. Uh, to me, Cody... To me, Jesse is number one to be brought back. It, just from a... He's going to go down in the fishback world of, you know, best players who didn't win. Rob Sosternino as well. And, like, those people all get at least one more chance. So I think he'll come back. Right. Cody's such a good character. Solid player as well. Yep. Carla, I think, comes back. Noel, I would guess, comes back. Um, but probably not one of the first choices. Sammy and Gabler, sure. But I think they can get a lot of other young people if yep. they really wanted to. Gabler only comes back if it's uh, some sort of winner. Big dub, yeah. yeah. There'll, there'll be no other reason, I don't think, to have him there. Yeah, Sammy, I, I, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. He was fine, I don't but I don't think I was, yeah, I'm, like, Sammy clamoring to have Sammy. I'm definitely the other uh, – the other four, I'd probably rank them – yeah, J- Jesse and Carla, they're going to be back. Because mm-hmm. they're just great players. And then Cody, for sure. And, yeah, Noel, I, I got no issue with, too. I could see her being back. Too. I would put Owen over Cody. I just think he's a fan favorite. Like Owen. Owen. Yeah. 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 And that's true. He's had, like, his whole edit, and he may have leaned into it too much, was the, oh, shucks, man, the Charlie Brown yeah. and getting the ball taken away from him every time he tried to kick the field goal. And so, like, you know, you could see, perfect to bring him back. Does that happen again? Right. Or is it the opposite? Right. Oh, I'm on a winning try. It's, all, it's now about I'm redemption. Tr- yeah, 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 the redemption. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, good call on Owen. I'd like to see him back. A lot of, a lot of fun characters. Uh, last one, Sagasaurus Flex. <laughs> well, JD, this is the perfect question for you. <laughs> Assuming Mike White continues the tradition of casting Survivor castaways in the <laughs> White Lotus, who would you like to be casted? Mm. Now, he's got two suggestions, one from this season that we just watched and one from an old season. Perhaps Cody as an energetic bartender. Could definitely <laughs> that see that. That is really good. Yeah. And uh, how about Coach, a.k.a. the Dragon Slayer, as a resort yoga instructor at whatever the new White Lotus is? <laughs> love it. <laughs> Both good? I love it. Those are bangers. <laughs> uh, the only one I would add would be uh, Tyson as the pickleball pro. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and him and yes. Coach together could sort of – they could be threaded through the storyline. Just, you know, a little cameo that lasts the whole time. They're just around. Buddies. Okay, I'm going to do my yoga class. I'm going back to my pickleball class. It'd be great. Yeah. We have Ian pointing out, yes, all the 
castaways that were on the White Lotus the last two times that made their cameos. They were from his season, yeah. Mike White season, David versus Goliath. Yes, he yeah, was yes. a Goliath. Yep. Um, but anyway, it's a fun cue. Anyone else you want right. to see? I'm sure uh, he knows other survivors. Yes, I think so. I'm sure that he could ask. He's like a producer at this point, basically, right? Mike White? Of Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> well, Probe said he had. Probe said Mike White said, make it fun. Yeah. That's a producer note if I ever heard one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so who do you want to see on the White Lotus? I don't think you've watched a ton. Or yeah, maybe. should I watch this show? Yeah, yeah. You sh- yeah, you should. That wasn't a hard sell for as much as you guys. Talk I can't about tell it. it. I I don't know how I know y- how you'll feel about it. I, I don't know. I actually don't know if you'll like it. Well, we got a break coming up here. Holiday time. Maybe yeah. we'll watch two two seasons. Yeah. I like Mike White in general. Ned Schneebly. Uh, James has to come back. Just to see if his voice is the same on the <laughs> island. I thought that it was, was a... crazy that his voice was still like that during the jury time. He had weeks to clear his throat. Yeah, but, but when he did voice, his yeah. confessional, it was fine. it wasn't as bad. Wasn't yeah, as bad. I noticed that too. Console. Yeah, it's like uh, it, maybe at night. <laughs> it's his night voice. <laughs> yeah, it's his night voice. I think that's what's going <laughs> on. My night voice. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the most obvious casting from Mike White's season is Mike White. He is an actor. What? <laughs> Put himself in the White Lotus. Wow. Wow. Okay. What about Propes? Give Propes a small role. <laughs> Propes in the cutouts? Like, I can see just Propes playing, like, a, you know, a dickish, wealthy guy coming into this resort, you know? Sure. No, just like sure. a small throwaway like the scene. activities coordinator. He's on the beach while they're playing organizing beach volleyball. <laughs> That's how you do it at the Lotus! <laughs> if he yells that at one point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, people say Ozzy could be on the White Lotus. Yeah, he could. Oh, he could be. He absolutely could be. <laughs> oh, it could have been on this last season. That's for sure. That's all I'll say. Uh, yeah, keep your questions coming. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, JD? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're seeing dong, of course I'm. Dong's out. <laughs> dong's out. You should have led with the dongs. <laughs> oh, you want to? You want to get? Yeah, now I'm oh. gonna watch it. That's why I love Chernobyl. <laughs> best part of Chernobyl. <laughs> funny, one of the funniest scenes on TV in like the oh, past yes. 10 years. Yes. The miners. Just walk, walking right up to you. <laughs> okay. On that note, we're going to take our final break, and then we're going to come back and congratulate the winners of the No Boss Fantasy Survivor Pool and do a quick look ahead to Survivor 44. Don't go anywhere been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately so i've had documents flying in and out the mailbox a lot of signatures both analog and digital a lot of phone calls a lot of stamps got to get my long-term future straight yeah let me tell you skeets the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones watch your assets With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney, it's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. 
Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash no dunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash no dunks. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Okay, back here with No Buffs. Uh, before we get to our winners of our No Buffs Fantasy Survivor pool, uh, the guy that makes the pool happen, Chris, had a comment earlier here in the live tribe where he was wondering, do you think they should separate all the people that go to the jury and go to Ponderosa and keep them separate so they can't you know, share notes and maybe persuade each other if that did happen or didn't happen you know, with Carla and her thoughts on Cassidy? Um, what do you think about that? I think that's a bad that's, idea. Uh, not a bad idea for the show, but a bad idea for the people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that yeah. would be brutal to yeah. be. First of all, you're taken away from your friends and family. You go on the show. You at least have 17 other people around you. You get voted out. You're sad, and they make you go stay by yourself until the end of the show. Yeah, why? That's a tough why pitch. by yourself though? Because you're just sequestering your. <laughs> from the other players. So your family could be there. You could have a little private villa. They won't fly the families out there for yeah, the show. They've got tons of money. Oh. Tons of money. They could do that. Absolutely. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's got a point. But, I mean, I don't know. A part of me sort of likes it as well. Again, I think it was maybe Fishback that said, it feels like with a jury, the first person voted out, the first person on the jury is mm-hmm. pretty instrumental usually. In sort of steering where maybe it will go, and then the last person, of course, is voted out because they come there hot off the presses yeah. with the latest, you know, gossip or filling in some of the sure. uh, some of the gaps, and uh, you know they can they can have a hell of an impact. And this new format too, where they talk together and sort of like do it as a group instead of your question, your question, right. your question, which I do like, and I think we've all liked. I think it does make for a more enjoyable uh, viewing experience. But, you know, you have somebody on that on the jury that goes to bat for you. Well, that's part of the game then, too. It's like you want that. I want Trey sitting there hopefully drumming up support for me, I guess. Yeah, that's why I think that it should be part of the show because you're you're talking about hours and hours and hours of just them discussing the show. Like what happened, just analyzing it, breaking it down. Mm -hmm. If that was somehow incorporated in the show, that'd be cool. It'd be very cool. At least going into that final travel cast. Yeah. All right. We have our winners because our no buffs fantasy survivor pool. It's over. And we said we were going to be giving away uh, gift certificates to our top seven finishers. It's not me. It's not Trey and JD. I don't think you cracked the top seven. Did you? Didn't even crack the top hundred. Oh, this guy went tumbling. You had a, you had a real season like Carla. Yeah. yeah. Peak too early. Yeah. Do be strong, like that. strong, yeah. strong start. And Broke my finger, apart. twist my ankle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here are our winners. A $100 Breaking Tea gift certificate. That's to uh, Breaking Tea is our no dunk store. But you can get whatever you want from Breaking Tea, all these uh, fun sports items. Uh, Matthew Butler. Give it up for Matthew all Butler. Right, Matthew. Matty B! Yep. Total 569 <laughs> points. 
uh, in the end. Amazing. So Matthew Butler is our sole survivor, our number one winner. Here in the live tribe right now. Oh, that's awesome. A hearty sh- handshake yes, to you. Go. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, you need some champagne? You need some pizza? We, we got a lot more drinking to more do. In. We'll bring some more in. <laughs> uh, Joey Heaston coming in second. And then Nikki Hessling coming in third. Both of them getting $50 gift certificates Wow. for the No Dunk store. Yep. Not bad. And it was real tight there. You know, 553 points for Joey, 532 for Nikki. Then we had numbers four, five, six, and seven, all getting a $25 gift certificate. Uh, Nicholas Owens, Tim Dick, Sam Yonono, long, 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 long time fan of the No Dunks podcast, and Carolyn Coulson. Congrats to all of our winners there. We had seven of them. And uh, yeah, I'll get to. uh, Getting you your um, gift certificates probably by next week. I'll start tackling that. I got Excellent. all your email addresses, so you're nice. all good. But uh, keep an eye out for something probably from me or at least from the No Dunks uh, email account. There you go. For uh, coming back next year, we need a No Buffs t-shirt. No Buff t-shirt? Yeah. Great idea. Maybe some No Buffs buffs. I like that. Well, it's sort of just <laughs> camera. Yeah, you can't even see it. Can't it's even just see it. see <laughs> through. It's just clear, which it's would be like a problem for uh, Jesse. I guess he was hiding a bracelet yes. in his uh, in his buff. That's right. And he say right. that at yeah. the end. And then was Propes like, I guess nobody will ever be doing that again. Yeah, I was like, okay, relax. Never work. Well, was he referring to Noel hiding something in her leg? Perhaps I thought he was referring to. No, but I think he was saying like. Yeah. <laughs> well, Janine said basically said he was wearing. I I talked to him and he was yeah, wearing yeah, my yeah, 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 my yeah. Uh, thing in her his buff, and Jeff Jeff was drunk like, wow. on champagne, going, <laughs> "Well, I guess that's it for that." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess no one's gonna hide it in their taint anymore, eh, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> so you think Jeff was putting down the uh, bubbly too? Because yeah. I, I, the only reason I asked, a lot of time he was just pouring. He didn't have a glass himself. It didn't appear. Yeah. When he was, when he was always like, ah, cheers. He's a pro. Yeah. I, I suspect he was putting down some bubbly most of the season <laughs> when he was making those voices. And <laughs> he was having a good time. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, all right. So congrats to our winners. We're gonna hopefully do this again in uh, Survivor Forty Four. We're gonna talk to Chris in the new year. Maybe come up with some of our own rules. Maybe tweak some things. Uh, Highly encourage you. If you enjoyed playing along, all we ask, go to Make Your Picks, the app. I mean, you've got it, but go to it in the App Store and leave Chris and that team a five-star rating and review. And don't say really nice things and then leave one star. Yeah. Like say that one mean random. That, that was a yeah. M. Night Shyamalan twist. What a twist. Huh? Yeah. It's like such a great review, and then one star? Just, just completely roast us, but then give us five stars. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> much prefer yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, Make Your Picks has done nothing to you. It give you a good time. So uh, go leave them a five-star rating and review in the App Store. Here's a question it. I'm going to have yeah. for them. I'm going to need you to zoom in on me, JD. This is going to be a tough question. Here's the question I have for Chris. When you open <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Make Your Picks app, yeah. there's this fella. Yeah. Is it me? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I mean, it's I've sort seen... of you with a bit of Sammy in there. Yeah. But I could see I it. Mean, all of the accessories are orange. Your feet are way too big. And <laughs> yeah, my thighs. Your legs are not thighs. that big, man. 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty close. <laughs> well, it, the hugging of the torch is a little weird, too. Like, right next to the flame. But, Come and take uh, this torch. Do you think once we make our No Buffs merch, we can convince Chris to put on the No Buffs logo on that little Ooh, guy on yeah. his shirt there? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, yeah. I'm very confident. You have no idea. Yep. <laughs> You've never talked to this guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, he'll do it. Congrats to our winners. Okay, so... Next season on Survivor, uh, we got the Survivor 44 trailer at the end. This is what it was about. It focused on a man climbing a rock <laughs> for a good 30 seconds until he looks like he falls. Well, he definitely falls. Well, he falls. We're going to find out how bad that fall was. We get a loopy-ass woman rubbing rocks all over herself. <laughs> Ooh, sand. Oh, I'm excited about this woman, yeah. whoever she is. Yeah. We likely get a, a medical evacuation or two. Mm. Uh, it looks like that's happening. Uh, or at least someone's being treated to, and it looks pretty serious. And then we get this already iconic <laughs> confessional. Have a watch. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see Jim. I can't wait to not eat. <laughs> not shower, not brush my teeth. Poop in the ocean. Bring it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who is this man? I, lo- I love him because I picked he's to win. He's the best so far. <laughs> oh, like he's ex- uh, what I also love. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's excited about poop in the ocean, and he's saying all of this while he's wearing a, what I believe to be a male romper. Yeah, that does not like it could be a romper. Yeah, it's not easy to, to get to off. To poop in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That's a good point. So, <laughs> but I love this guy, and what a confessional. <laughs> poop in the ocean. He's pumped. So, yeah, I mean. I always get super hyped for these. I used to get way more hyped when it was like, oh, it's oh, it's uh, old people versus even older people yes. coming up on Survivor. <laughs> but now it's just more generic. Here's a bunch of great characters, yep. great, a bunch of great people. Uh, but I was still excited. <laughs> any, any? I, exactly. I don't know. This is the first time. I don't know about the first time, but this is a time when I'm feeling very much like this break is too long. These three months, I don't know if I'm going to survive. I might... I might have to watch two seasons of White Lotus and then <laughs> hop right into an old Survivor season. Yeah, I think uh, Token Sheens is coming to Netflix. I okay, heard. okay. With fish, the way right? that this season crescendoed, I'm left wanting a little more. Mm. A little more Survivor in You my should eyes. watch uh, Australia. People are going to say that anyways. But I think there's an international version coming. So let's get to know this. I know. Characters. I've never dipped into any of these international episodes. I've, I've watched the beginning of one Australia. It's the same. <laughs> I mean, okay well it's good basically it's the same. greatest show ever made so they yeah, made more of it well, this said it's just not jeff that's the only real difference i thought people like this so they're, they're they love it. Yeah, i'm saying i'm not saying it's a okay, bad thing it's just not probes it's not probes <laughs> no sexy candle on this other guy is there this oh this dude's yeah i've jacked. seen him you've seen him he yeah. is jacked <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll dip into that. I don't know. I'm also excited for the break, if I'm being honest. Well, me too. Especially during the holidays. Yeah, you're off to Europe here in, in mere, what, basically hours at this uh, point. Yeah, until it's just over there. 24 hours. Woo! In Europe. Uh, one final question before we go. Ranking just the new era of Survivor. So post-40 winners at war. 41 with Erica winning. 42 with Marianne. 43 now with Gabler. Where where are you putting this one? Because I know you were for a good chunk of the season pretty down on this season, but then it, it started to get you these last couple episodes. Jesse making big moves and all that. Um, is it the best of the bunch? Worst of the bunch? 
What do you think? It's sort of tough. Yeah, they're pretty similar, I do think. I think they're all kind of right in the same middle tier when it comes down to Survivor. Oh, like of all, all time. Survivor. Yeah, yeah you're like, putting it... I'm not rating these very highly. Yeah. All time. I don't know. I, I guess 41 is probably my favorite of the three most recent because it was Survivor coming back, probably. You know, mm-hmm. that was the factor. But I don't know. The game, the gameplay was underwhelming this season until the end, mm-hmm. I would say. Okay. JD, where are you putting this Of one? the three, I think yeah. this was my favorite. Is your favorite? Um, yeah. Even like, though a Canadian didn't win? Even though a Canadian <laughs> didn't win, yeah. yeah. But I agree with Trey that these three I would put very mid, mid-tier. Yeah, uh, overall. Overall. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I ended up really enjoying this season, and I was not into it when, when we first started. This season, what it had going for it, is definitely got better and better and better as it went on. Yes. Because that's not the case with all Survivor seasons. Sometimes no. it peaks too early. Yeah. Sometimes around yeah. the merge is the best, and then it peters out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had the wild, surprising ending, which made this... It was it. Now, you either hate yep. it because you don't like who won, or you either love it because you're like, holy crap, we didn't see that coming. Yeah, and but al- was- ultimately, though... It doesn't matter who wins. Like I've mm. said this before, it's yeah, like a okay. Norm McDonald joke. It's the journey. It's the punchline doesn't matter. Like, and there were so many little slow burns in this that actually paid off in mm-hmm. this season that I really enjoyed. And you know, I'm not going to hold it against this cast because they were smart about playing and not making moves and. That's what's happened. You know, that's what's happened. That's what's These happened. players are too good. They're too good. They, they, and they, they're so they're so wrapped up in how even the think about Owen in this season. This guy was like at times like calling how the show was being made, like in his head yes. while he's out there. Right. Being a super fan, knowing probably where it's going, how he's perceived, how other people are perceived, and I think a lot of them are like that. Right. And that can dilute maybe because we don't have these wild and crazy characters that are all like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm going right. to try this, that we're going to have less like big, big, like wild swings. Right. Cause they're just smart. And it's like, you know, props is always like big move, big move, big move. You got to have something, but everybody's figured out. No. Yeah. Don't have a big, big move. You're a target. And then everybody's going to get you right. out immediately. Right. I mean, and the <laughs> so one guy happening. who w- was a loose cannon was the guy who won. Trey said it off the top. This guy was going to use his shot in the dark because he felt bad about losing a challenge or something, you know, like anyways. But again, for me, I loved the, the plans within a plans within a plans. And just like that one episode a couple of weeks ago, it was just like, here's, here's the plan. And then, uh Oh, here's a better plan. And Oh my God, here's a genius plan. And it wasn't just one person coming up with all this. They were all doing it. Mm -hmm. So, and then we got to the end, and yeah, I mean, uh, congrats, Gabler. Great guy. Great news for the veterans in need who are going to benefit from this. Uh, also, one more complaint about money. Let's pony Let's pony up. Let's match it or 100%. something. 100%. Come CBS on, CBS. Well, okay, who's getting the Sia money? Well, well Sia just matched. Gabler. Gabler? Gabler should get that money. I don't think she would give it to Jesse. No. Oh, why? I mean, it's her money. She can give it to whoever she, she wants gets, to. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, with you on the CBS. I'd love to see that come out. I mean. We're matching it. Yeah. We're It'd matching. Be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't done that, as far as I can tell you. They haven't come out and said anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe okay. we should put some pressure. <laughs> okay. Everybody start uh, sending that uh, your <laughs> emails to survivorshoutout at gmail.com. Hey. Gmail. 
Let's make Email. sure we match Gabler's <laughs> unbelievable donation to uh, veterans in need. Uh, yeah, okay, everybody, let's get to doing that. I'm going to do that right now. But let's hear from everybody out there, either live right now, watching later, listening later. Where do you rank this in the new era of Survivor? Yeah, where do you rank it overall? Top 10 to you, bottom 10, somewhere in the middle. Let us know. We've had a blast doing this. I uh, hope you can tell. Always fun. Is it some work? Sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe when it's a three-hour episode on a Wednesday night when there's another ten games on. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we sit down here and the and the mics turn on, the lights turn on, and I'm just shooting the shit, talking Survivor, <laughs> making some probes jokes, talking to the live tribe live. I mean, we'd be I doing this anyways. That's why we're yeah, doing we do it. do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the only change I would make to Survivor is have it on Thursdays instead. Oh, God. <laughs> That's oh, wow. literally the only thing I would Please, change about that it. Would yeah. be awesome. Didn't it used to be on Thursday? I think so. Like way back, like, way back yeah. when. Yeah. Um, but now, that, I mean, it's been on Wednesdays for years at this point, and that's the busiest NBA night always. Yeah. yeah. I Honestly, put it to Tuesday. I wouldn't mind a Tuesday, too. <laughs> worst night of the week. We need something to spice it up. <laughs> well, worst night of the week, then let's make it the best night Exactly. Of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're agreeing with me. Yeah, okay. I'm saying Tuesday. Oh. Tuesday brutal. Like, why do we even have it? Yeah. So put Survivor on Tuesday. Okay, everybody email uh, Survivor shoutout at gmail.com. Say, One let's move suggestion. Survivor to Tuesday for the No Buffs crew. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us all season long. Really appreciate it. If you're a basketball fan, check out No Dunks, especially tomorrow. Drop podcast. We'll see you then. Clipper Bro. No, Clipper Bills. No, no, no. Clipper Jeff. Clipper Jeff. The tribe has spoken. See a sexy St. Jeff. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.